Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yeah. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many yeah, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. All right, folks. Welcome back. Latest Mountain West basketball podcast. We took the Christmas break. It's okay. Few games. Luckily, we did this, Andy, because a lot of action happened within at least 12 hours of here on this recording Monday, December 28th. Well, yeah, and it was nice because, like, not a lot happened before this. And then, you know, it's kind of a flurry of, of things, it feels like. But I know. Check it, we're, our website, if you'd like to know where our other stuff's at, mwr.com. Previews, recaps. We're trying. We're trying to figure out Andy the series previews. So we're just going with one series preview, one recap. So if you like, where's game two? Well, the previews not much get changed in a day and a half. So that's going to basically be the same. But that's where everything can be found: football, basketball, power rankings, which will be out, written by you in a couple days, or depends when you hear this. Could be now. But before <laughs> all this news happened, I'm like, what are you talking about? We can make fun of Colorado State because the St. Mary's game. Sorry, Josh and Rams fans. The Essex crushing St. Mary's. Um, and I guess the Aztecs not being ranked. So, but we're going to start with the rankings. We've got a few more news. Let's start with the, uh, I'm going to take a guess because I haven't looked, but I'm off my belt. I had San Jose State 11th. Is that correct? That is correct. Yeah. San Jose State coming in, uh, with seven of nine last place votes and the other two had them at 10th. So yeah, San Jose State pulls up the rear. And, and uh, anybody yeah, stay, they, sitting there for a while. <laughs> yeah, they might be. It could be a couple more tough, uh, tough seasons ahead because of the. There's some news. Yes. So I'll let, I'll let, I'll let you break it. Okay. Well, I guess it depends. Break no, it on not a break it. Yeah. On a okay, not really on a um, on demand audio platform. We will break the news of San Jose State <laughs> Seneca Knights not transferring, opting out for the season. So he. We the what what they say we're not going to make light of this because it's just for COVID reasons and there's a million reasons it could be like if you're going to opt out I'm going to believe you. I'm not going to say this is a sinister thing to transfer and move on, but it's their best player gone. This is a trend for San Jose State losing top players with multiple coaches, and it's probably I'm going to suggest it's probably a prelude to transferring, but we don't know for sure because there's been guys who opted out like. Uh, we're not really sure in football quite because guys have opted out, but we don't know each coach is a bit different. Like a former 
Aggie head coach Utah State Gary Anderson kind of said no opt-outs, that doesn't happen. Well, that's not the case, but we haven't seen guys who are left the program and come back essentially like opting out, but I'm assuming they'll be fine because it's a it's a tough subject to go through. But like this a statement came from San Jose State itself. He's like they said we fully understand and support Seneca's decision. This is from Gene Perillo. Um, this has been a challenging path or excuse me, challenging year for everyone. Health and safety of our student athletes is always top concern. Maybe he'll be back. I don't know. He's only about ten not even ten points a game, seven rebounds, so doing okay. But not what we kind of expected because we kind of felt if they're going to make a big move, or at least any sort of move, he'd be part of it. And he's unfortunately um, taking care of his own business, which is fine, health wise. Um, they're keeping it fairly private, which that's fine. I don't care. Do what you got to do. We don't need to know every little detail. But it's not going to no. help a team that's already struggling. Um, but now it's at Richard Washington, and that's about it. Well, I mean, you know, I, I guess if you want to be a half glass full guy, you. This opens the door for somebody else to step up and get those shots that they weren't getting with Seneca Knight taking, I think it was like 11 per game. Um, you know, so so who knows? Maybe we'll see somebody else step up because someone's going to have to shoot the ball besides. I mean, Richard Washington can only take so many more shots than he's already Yeah, so many more. He's, he's, already, already, he's already taken as much as anybody. <laughs> right, exactly. It's like, man, I mean, you can only up that guy's usage so much. Well, so. they have Nate Lacewell, the freshman, who's getting some more playing time of late. Um, Sebastian Mendoza possibly could get in there, but these are names like we're not super familiar with, most likely because, again, we're talking pre-show. We talk about certain teams more than others. And Spartans are typically for basketball, not 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 having a football year, of what they of being amazing or whatever they could be. They're unfortunately still building up. But this is being used one of one of because he's not just a the best player; like he's one of the better players in the conference. So, and this it sucks because it's like Brandon Clark is the big one who went to Gonzaga now in the NBA. Multiple guys like is their best players transferred or not played for like what four to five years running. Um, th- well, so this was the first year that it didn't happen for, I think, three or four years in a row. Um, like, so it's like half because it yeah, happened midseason? Something. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, because, well, yeah, exactly. Because now, you know, he came back, but now he's opting out, which, again, you, you respect his decision. Um, Always. I, I will say, um, you know, we talk. I, because there is so much history with players transferring out of San Jose State, I think there that's a really easy knee-jerk reaction to this, to say, oh, well, he's gone. Um, you know, just to put a little bit on the other side of that, who knows, um, his pinned tweet that he hasn't taken down yet on his Twitter is, t- you know, talking about coming back to San Jose State, and it's all about loyalty and being an outlier, not being, you know, the guy who... who uh, does what everybody else does at San Jose State, which is using it as a jumping block. And, hey, if he was looking to transfer... It, it's a weird situation, right? Because he was like an all-league guy last year, second or third team, right? But then he's having a... He's struggling, so it's not mm-hmm. like, ooh, I should take a step back, and now I'm going to, you know, I'm looking really good for a Gonzaga or, a or you know, a, a high major. Mm-hmm. If anything, if he was going to transfer somewhere at this point, it'd be a lateral or a down move, I think. And so it just seems like kind of weird to do it in the middle of a season, to not finish it out, to kind of, to, to kind of step away on a lower note from his last, you know, performance. And I don't know. So, so looking at it as, 
this is going to be a transfer. I'm not so sure I buy into that quite yet, but hey, I mean, it could also be that by the time this podcast is <laughs> uploaded, we've got oh, a Rothstein tweet saying, you know, he's entered the portal. So, who, yeah. you know, I, I don't really know for sure, but I'm, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt um, for now. I am, because you make good points. Like, there's no upside to transferring at the moment. Yeah. It just like, seems like weird timing if that's what it was. You know, do that in the off season and that's when you've all- got all the hype on you. And that's, so. and that's why we'd say he would be that make more sense. Like, like what's, what would he do? Let's just say, like, he has the talent. He's played well last year. He's struggling a bit this year, not having his uh, typical year, what people expected. Spartans, clearly, we knew they weren't going to be great anyways this year. So, True. but, like, what, like, they'll look at last year. Oh, he did that last year. Like, he's not going to get, like, the, you're right, the big, big call up to, like, oh, let's go to some other Pac 12 school. Or well, maybe that's not move up the Pac-12, but you get my point. Like a bigger, better team. <laughs> okay, Arizona, perhaps. I guess that's about the only team. But you get my drift. Like we mentioned, Big Ten school or a top four, top forty school, they'd probably still take a chance on them. Wouldn't it be a sure thing, because they've only played like if have they won a game. Sure, they yeah they beat um, FRP. We talked about this before. Fresno Pacific. Yeah. So it's a tough year, rough year. But like, you're right. The, the timing makes it seem like yeah, it's um, like I'm not going to question why he's doing it, but she's more legit. Because if guys get a transfer portal, typically I'm going to the portal. It's not going to take a, a – at least I don't think so. It's too soon to tell. Some guys have – I don't think – I don't want to say either way, football or basketball. Guys like, okay, I'm opting out then transferring. I'm betting that's happened. I'm not entirely sure. don't recall off the top of my head. But that could be a chance. But also the timing is like, well, I'm going to opt out because of this particular reason. And it makes sense to be possibly a family issue because if he's been traveling and playing, odds are it's not um, – something who knows it's probably not something to do with him like himself with COVID it's something around right. to the family yeah. or something so well let's see what happens or I mean it could just it's just been like a really tough season too especially I mean for San Jose State right like they it took them a little while to get going to get their season started mm-hmm. right uh, and then they they haven't been able to play in their home arena, right? And it things like they keep moving around and games are getting canceled on them. Last second, yeah, they didn't the start until December 29th. Yep, exactly. And they had a didn't they have a game against Fresno that they were supposed to play that got canceled? Um like No, the Fresno Pacific game got postponed. Oh, oh, that was the Fresno Pacific. Right. Yeah, okay, yeah. not Fresno State. Yeah. I, I saw something earlier when I was like, okay, wh- what have they been up to? And I saw something like, not hey, much. from Fresno, our season's about to start. But it was Fresno Pacific, not mm-hmm. Fresno State. Good call. So I don't know. They play Boise, um, but we'll see what happens. Like, we'll keep an eye on this if he moves on because he's bringing the player. So let's run through these quickly. Who's number 10? See what thoughts we have on them. All right, number 10. Let's see here. We've got <laughs> UNLV coming in at number 10. Have they even played since we talked? There's been so few no, games. No, they they're on, they're on pause, and actually they were supposed to uh, right after the new year start up with San Diego State. Got pushed around. Um, yeah, so that got <laughs> that got postponed, and but Colorado State is now sliding in and playing San Diego uh. State that weekend for the same thing there. So actually, right now, if you look on the Mountain West website. They have San Diego State scheduled for two games on the same day, but one's postponed and the other one is scheduled. Lovely. Um, but it's just like they didn't take out the, the UNLV series. They just left it in there and the Colorado State game's right underneath it. You do what you got to do. It's easier, I guess. So we'll move on from yeah. Rebels because they'll play whenever they play, assuming hopefully Coach TJ's back ready to go. Their next scheduled game, yeah. just so people are wondering, 
It's supposed to be Colorado State January 7th. I'm assuming by then they'll be fine to be able to play. That's in that's about a week and a half away. So who's number uh, nine on the list? <laughs> Another team we haven't seen much. Air Force? Fresno State. Oh, Fresno no, State. Fresno State. Wait, Air Force is... Ooh, okay. Fresno's still only one... <laughs> yeah, yeah, just wait till you see where Air Force is. How do my votes uh, yeah, go, Fresno man? State. I thought they're low. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so Fresno State, we just haven't seen One. them either, but they One. are supposed to play on Wednesday. They are playing who? Boise State? Is that right? They, I know they played one game. They I play might, one game. My schedule is uh, not oh, Colorado me. State. Sorry, Colorado State. And they were not Colorado State the other day, 75-53. So the next game, it's a series, game two. It's a 2 o'clock game mountain time on December 30th. <laughs> What yeah, I mean, where are you going to be on Wednesday at 2 p.m. Mountain <laughs> time? Yeah, for me, um, I don't know. We'll see. If you're ready to watch the game, watch the game. If you're not, that's fine. 2 o'clock. I mean, I... that is my lo- – that's kind of like usually when I take my lunch hours. That actually kind of works out nicely. Maybe check, I catch the first half. Check the score if it's close. You definitely do that. So there's not – we'll know more at first. Let's see. They're actually 2-1. They're on one league play. I looked at it wrong. So they didn't play Wolverstead game. We're not going to go through that huge game. But they lost by 27 points, 75-53. They, it's hard to evaluate teams that have only played a couple times. Like, the one player we know, which we briefly mentioned, Orlando Robinson had a good game, 14-10, a um, couple of steals. But yeah. they need more scoring. And we'll get to it more because I don't want to rip, off, rip on them or go too deep after, like, really one conference game. So, but then again, the gap is huge because the Rams aren't going to be much higher in these rankings. And they just got crushed against a team that's just okay. Well, I mean... I think we saw something very weird with that with Colorado State, and we'll get to them. But I I think that this is a better Colorado State team and not a good – yeah, this is a tough team for Fresno State to come out and – and and like start start up again against because um, it is a really talented team and it's a quick team and it's a team that shoots really well and you know so yeah I mean Fresno State could have had a better draw for their first matchup but so, so who's next in our rankings and as we go through these so next then is New Mexico at number eight oh boy now these these are like super clustered in terms of the votes like UNLV. Fresno State, New Mexico, they're separated by like three total points or something like that. But it, you know, it's clearly tiered. Yeah, New Mexico comes in at number eight. Uh, they they had a pretty rough uh, couple games against Boise State. Us saying that they would be maybe a dark horse by team, out the window. 77-53 yeah. to loss, 89-52 to loss. Like, they're not even close. Like, no. Well, so yeah. So I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens with their next series to know. Like, is Boise State just really, really, really for real, or is New Mexico just like really not? We'll um, it's probably. Yeah. I think it's somewhere kind of yeah in the middle there for both of teams. But did you see how many pl- players they played? New Mexico did. They. they... I saw for the first game. It was like. <laughs> It was really long. I'm not sure if I'm in the first or second game. I just clicked on one of the 77-53 game. Maybe that's why they're outscored 41-27. But they played, like, I don't know how you get zero minutes and still get a three-pointer off. That's pretty impressive for um, Daniel Headings there. I don't know how he did that, but he did it. But they played, like, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten guys. They played 15 total players. Fifteen players. I guess when you're down by that many points, you want to get the bench going. But man, they're like Boise's clearly, I'd say, touch better than we thought. And New Mexico, 
it's for me it's still a little bit too early to tell because like they had uh, Malkovich at 11, 13 points or Malkovich there like he didn't shoot well like they were thirty three percent from the field in both games they didn't shoot well the defense was awful they or almost sixty percent Boise from the field so there is a difference in, I think I think for me I'm putting Boise a touch higher than New Mexico lower based off just the drop the drubbing they gave to the Lobos and then also the Mexico's defense isn't good not shooting the ball well but. I still want to give teams the benefit of the doubt until I see me until we get to read, watch, and hear and see stuff after like at least five games. So I still want to yeah. see they got Nevada who they split with the Air Force. So maybe when they right. host, you know, yeah, I don't know where that game is at. Do we know where this game is at versus New Mexico? Is it at the pit? Uh, I've got the schedule. Is well, it West Texas or something? Let's take a look. Where it's <laughs> I don't know be. because uh, it is in Lubbock. Yeah, so we're at Texas Tech. No, it's um. There's a. It's like a D two school in Lubbock, isn't it? Isn't it? Uh, or do you mean the school they've been at? That's like they say it's West Texas, but it's not really West Texas. Let's take a look here. Okay. I, so, I thought that I'll, I'll see if I can find that uh, what the actual name of the school is. Okay. Uh, but I thought I don't think it's actually Texas Tech. Um, I think it's like a D two school or something. Okay, we should probably know this, but that's okay. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sorry. You know. Hey. No. hey, hey. I'm sorry. I'm to just, keep you know, to I'm, keep track of these schools. When they're playing in random places, postponed games, you know what, people? Give us a break. It is okay. Yeah. They, they were playing at some I'll, – I'll grab it here too, but they were playing some whatever school. It's not – what we know, it's not in Albuquerque, right? Not in Albuquerque, no. Uh, according to the Mountain West website, it's in Lubbock. I'm just trying to figure out exactly and like – That's close where. enough. That's good. That's yeah. Fine. So okay. do, you, do you think they can split with Nevada? Um. Yeah. I mean I think so, right? Because – They've got guys who who can play. It's just getting them to play. I mean, chemistry has always been a bit of an issue with these Paul Weir teams at New Mexico because you, tip drill starts. <laughs> well, you usually bringing in so many guys from different places to you know they. And I know you know every season you've got guys who haven't played together as you're bringing in freshmen and stuff like that, but. You're bringing in a lot of guys who have played other places and are now coming to play here and have maybe different expectations. And, you know, you're just trying to put all that together on the court and it can take time. And it that's what the non-conference helps you do, right? Helps you get work those kinks out a little bit. You know, you get to schedule two or three games against Fresno Pacific or Life Christian or, you know, whoever. And you, you get these... You figure out some of these things, you know, have your 20 turnover game against them. Yeah. And then, you know, you'll be you'll be more ready when the Mountain West season starts. This season, you don't get that. And then you also still have to deal with those chemistry issues, though, and maybe even worse now because those guys didn't get to spend the offseason maybe practicing as much as you'd like to or, you know, whatever. So for a team's that are already having chemistry issues. I don't know. Just looking at things like seeing these new players coming in and going over five or over three or whatever in the game, or I don't know. It's just, it's, it's a mess. And I have to feel like chemistry is, you know, more reps with each other is what's going to get them where they need to be. Nevada, on the other hand, has just been sort of inconsistent. They've shown flashes of like, Oh, this is the third best team in the league. You're like, oh, wait, no, this is like the eighth best team. And they lose the Air Force. That's a problem, <laughs> right? right? <laughs> so you're like, okay, I don't, I still don't know what to make of this team. And so you've got some inconsistency issues there. You've got some chemistry things. So to me, this seems like, yeah, a split totally would make sense to me. 
um, in a series like this, especially with Nevada not not being at home. Right. If this is at Lawler, I can see a sweep a lot easier. Mm-hmm. But yeah, with this game being played in like some weird Texas gymnasium somewhere, <laughs> I think uh, I think we'll probably. Well, you're right. Uh, like you're spot on by saying that chemistry and getting the kinks out when you're playing these lesser teams or just games that don't count as much because they're non-conference games. Like, oh, if you mess up, it's still you don't lose clearly, but you're able to. Work in your rotation, start this guy, bench this guy, give this guy four more minutes. Give the, you know I mean, like you can tweak and rotate your lineup to what you think is best. It gives you time. Now you're thrown into it. And if you're a team, like if you're San Diego State, for example, you're good enough to be able to bypass that for the most part. But if you're a team, like I don't know what teams are fighting for. We don't know what postseason tournaments are going to be like. Is the CBI going to come back? Is the Vegas 16 still a thing? I don't know. The CIT. <laughs> <laughs> but my point being, like, what's going to be honest? Is just NCAA tournament if that happens? And so if you're a team, like, it's hard if you want to fight for NIT bid, like if you're in Nevada or something like that, where you're probably sort of close or even looking at a, um, well, Boise, not Boise State. Yeah, maybe even Boise State. Like, they're not guaranteed anything of NCAA tournament birth or anything, but if they lose a couple here or there, they might be out of it altogether. And so that's a big deal yeah. for these teams. But who's next on our list? Next ranking. All right. So now we move up, and now it's Air Force at seven. Yeah, fine. I, whatever. But it's, I mean, the, every like seven through ten is all just one big tier. They're basically all tied for second to last. <laughs> it's a massive jump. Now, uh, kudos to Air Force for getting that win over Nevada. Yes. Um, they didn't. They didn't look good in the other game, if nope. if memory serves. <laughs> so there you go. So they are just right in the middle of things, and you know they're kind of sorry, right in the middle of the bottom of things. <laughs> They're not like right in the middle of the league, though. They are they're a bottom half team for sure. Um, I think they're just a team that doesn't know how to play together yet, um, doesn't know how to play for this coach yet, maybe. Or and they just there's not guys that have like pools of talent just like rushing out of them. So they're they're a work in progress. For them to be seventh right now is actually a pretty amazing place for them to be all things considered but eighth ninth and tenth are like teams that have been on breaks and pauses and so so this is a default move up or something yeah i think there's a little (laughs) bit of that and they beat nevada so there's a little bit of the you know reaction to that um and i think some people just hate unlv like unlv is getting a lot of the fact that unlv is the other two got the other two last place votes to me is weird i don't think unlv is the worst team in this league and i think but, you know, they're playing the worst, right? They they have four losses that they played uh, good teams. Well, they played Montana State too, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, no, I'm, I, I'm not ready to call UNLV that bad. But anyway, whatever. Neither am I. So, so that's our that that's our bottom half. That's kind of the teams that aren't going anywhere. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many yeah, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. All right, what's next then? So then what's next? We got a tie. Ooh. We got a tie for fifth between Nevada and Colorado State. And that feels, you know, not bad. 
All right, let's talk about let's focus on Colorado State here. Yeah, they you played, really want to talk about they this. They played <laughs> one of the most weird games ever. Like, yeah, they, they I saw the score. I'm I'm like, what? Like 33 okay, 33 to 17 at halftime. Okay, 33 points. Not out of the ordinary, right? That's something you, that is somewhat common, correct? In the amount of scoring for teams. Like you can go, like, like that's are you talking about St. Mary's at the half or are you talking yeah, about half. Colorado's? No, yeah, that's no, the half. half. No, no, the yeah. half. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Okay. I, didn't, yeah, I, yeah. I didn't realize they were both 33. <laughs> but like getting 33 and a half, it's like, that's that's fine. That's okay. Yeah, that's fine. Like yeah, you may you score 65 more. points on the game or whatever. Yeah. Rams, Rams scored 33 points the whole game. I, this was a game where, like, neither team played well. St. Mary's was two for two at their free throw line. This was also the quickest game ever. Only 14 free throws. They were only... Okay, I, I don't understand. Like, I didn't really watch this game because I it was on a Sunday and I was doing other stuff. How does a team... 20 fouls to seven? What What's going on here? Like, going through, like, I can write about how, like, how does this happen? They, they don't shoot well. No three-point shot is on target. Like, this is, has to be... The, wor- the, wor- the most inefficient game of the year and will be the most inefficient and probably lowest scoring game of the college basketball season of over the thousands upon thousands and of games. St. Mary's is the one that fouled 20 times. I know. And they won by 20 points. And <laughs> they shot two free the throws. Weirdest game. They only shot two free throws. It is the weirdest game. Leading but, scorer of this you know. game was on St. Mary's 14 points for uh, Tommy Kush. No double-digit scores for Rams, which shocker. He scored thirty-three points. Like, what is Medved Nico thinking about? It's like what he's like got to be pulling out his hair and hitting his face. Isaiah Stevens was three of thirteen. Is St. Mary's that good defensively, or is this just a weird off night? Just a weird off night, I think. I mean, St. Mary's is good. They they are better than I would have expected, and and they are good defensively. I mean, they probably. Between, you know, top 50, top 100 team defensively, um, they play a really, 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 really slow pace, as a 53 to 33 game might suggest. Um, But that doesn't mean that they can't be sped up a little bit. Um, They're 67th adjusted defense in Ken Bomb. Or 58, sorry. That's whatever. That's fine, right? It's... It's fine, yeah. I mean, for for a mid major team, that's good, yeah. right? I mean, for a team in the West Coast Conference, yeah, you'll definitely take that, especially if you're also a top one hundred offense. I mean, I, I I expected St. Mary's to take a big step back, um, you know, with Tommy Cousy being like the star. Sorry, kind Cousy, of not. Team. I apologize for missing the. You're good. You're good. You're good. I just wanted to, you know, rub it in there. But yeah, so I think it was just a weird night. Um, and we saw later on St. Mary's again. I don't want to spoil that too much yet, but we saw them later on. Reverse effect versus Aztecs. <laughs> yeah. And so, I don't know. It was just a really strange game. But we talked about two. I think it's strange because they typically score points. Like, and okay, NAU, whatever, North Arizona, Big Sky School, 91 points, 70 versus Santa Clara, 75 versus Fresno. It was just an off night and playing a good team. And so it's just a weird outcome where, it's the here's the thing. It's your worst game of the year. Nothing but look. Nothing's up from there. Not, not no reason to look back. Everything's downhill from. Well, not uphill, but you get my metaphor. Smooth sailing right. going forward for this type of performance. You may not beat San Diego State on the road. You may lose to Utah State. 
like that stretch of Utah State, Boise State, and then at Wyoming, not the easiest stretch to roll. It's like, okay, whatever. We're not going to score 33 points, guys. That's what it is. Never again, 33 points. <laughs> right. Well, and like in, in a season like this, you know, in a season, in a normal season. In a season, normal, like November season. A, <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so in a normal year, though, with a full non-conference, you're going to have, you know, a team like Colorado State. Who knows? Maybe they schedule one or two good games against a high major and pull off an upset. And maybe, you know, this game against St. Mary's ruins some magical chance for an at-large bid. This year, there's not really a chance that Colorado State was going to get an at-large bid. Not playing St. Mary's, Santa Clara, and Northern Arizona. Yeah. Uh, you know, even – because, I mean, they basically, like, have to sweep through the Mountain West – uh, you know, in order to get one. And so at this point, I don't think this game changes much for them, right? This is, I, I, It's a really just weird one-off game. And to see them come back, you know, and beat Santa Clara, a Santa Clara team who was undefeated at the time? I'm not sure. They're sitting Yeah, there. yeah, they were. They were 6-0 when they started. So, yeah, so they beat. They gave Santa Clara their first loss of the season. They came in and they beat Fresno by 20. You know, I feel like, okay, the, you know, Colorado State, it's fine. Yeah, it's, it's, it's good. It's just you know, a weird they, loss. They, it was just a really, really weird bump in the road, especially after such a like dominating performance over Northern Arizona to come out and go from ninety-one points to thirty-three points. It's just yeah, they're sitting, at, they're sitting at six to one. They actually go to USC this weekend, or no, excuse me, Saint Clair. USC t- Tuesday. Sorry, not this weekend. So yeah, so it's uh, we'll see how they do with that helps out. But yeah, it's like it's just a weird game. It's like it's. Funny to poke out, point out, it's like poke fun at them scoring thirty three points. It's, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, okay, absolutely. Okay, and they deserve it. I mean, you know, you yeah. got to make fun of that that game. So super quick, we we already talked touched on Nevada. Who did for the upcoming game? Really quick, just so people have an idea, their series is against. Oh, we already mentioned Mexico. Never mind. Apologies. Let's let's move on. To the next team. I I hate it when it's, <laughs> when it's league play. We just like wait. We already talked about that. So they got New Mexico coming yeah. up on a quote road game neutral site. Some. Undisclosed gymnasium in West Texas of City of Lubbock. <laughs> exactly. We're just gonna leave it at that. Are we in the top four uh, now? We are. Yeah, we're we're into the top four then. So we're, we're past that tie for fifth between Nevada really? and Colorado State. We have another tie. Really? Tie for third. Really? So uh, yeah, we have Utah State and Wyoming. So a lot of people still clinging to that early, early uh, love for Utah State from the preseason. Is it deserving? Others. Is it deserving? You think? For Utah State? Yeah. I mean, we saw the whoopings they put on San Jose State. <laughs> uh, let's see. What were those scores again? They crushed them. It wasn't close. Yes. 85-52 was one of them. And 107-62. They are beat, they're doing what they're supposed to be doing against bad teams. Exactly. And so, you know, you ask me, is – a tie for a third justified for Utah State? Yeah. If, if they're doing what they're supposed to be doing, yeah, I think so. They had a bad start. They had some stupid, you know, just like really, really bad losses at the start, like losing to South Dakota State by 20-plus points. Mm-hmm. But you you kind of have – it's the same as Colorado State a little bit. I mean, except yeah. that you, Utah State came in and they did have a chance at an at-large maybe, you know, yeah. if, the, if, like, if everything really did go to plan – and there were no hiccups at all. But that's off the table now. Yeah. So so you you can't really look back at those games to I don't know. I just think what we're seeing now from this team They're getting better. 
they're getting better. And Raleigh Worcester and Marco Anthony are learning how to play together in the backcourt. And that's huge. I mean, that's what they didn't know how to do for the first couple games. And now that those guys are are playing better, you've got, you know, Linus Keda and Justin Bean, obviously, uh, kind of the anchors of the team. You you need that. Um, and that's – this is what it is. I mean, you need Brock Miller to step up. I don't know. Let's do a little check-in on where Brock Miller's right. at. But you're right. With this team, like, this what you mentioned before, it's what non-conference is for. They lose Sam Merrill, who had a great outing the other day with the Bucks. Pretty good, quick performance. He's out there for a few minutes, hit, chucking threes. But they don't have the luxury to play an NAIA school, a, a peer school, or even a lower – like a school where a team they're playing against, okay, this is a, t- a time to shine and figure things out when you're playing like a – I don't want to say San Jose type school, but you can get my drift like a, maybe a lower Big West or lower WCC school mm-hmm. and you get your chance to figure things out. We're going to – new, new backcourts and get, get stuff going. And it's just it's just hard for teams like this. Can make last year. Remember last year they weren't that great. They can't. They, they didn't come out of nowhere, but they peaked at the right time to win the Mountain West Championship. Yeah, and I think this team, I think you're seeing too a very an important shift. It, at least I, I think maybe from the perception of the team, because in the preseason I was kind of under the impression that Marco Anthony was going to kind of, was going to be coming in and be the lead distributor and kind of get thrust into that role. But he hasn't really, he's been more of the, the scoring guard, which I think fits him more naturally. Raleigh Worcester has been the guy, you know, leading the team in assists. Um, I, th- I think that was a little bit of a surprise to me and why a little lower on the team. Cause I didn't know how the back court was going to work out. And I thought a lot more uh, pressure was going to get put on Brock Miller Thing is, Brock Miller's also been good this year. He's hitting 45% from three. He had, that was like the huge thing. He needed to get better and not, you know. And sure, he's only scoring seven and a half per game, but you don't need Brock Miller to be your leading scorer. Not when you have four double-digit scorers ahead of him. So, okay, those those numbers are padded a little from, you know, two massive beatdowns of San Jose State. But I think that this Utah State team is starting to get to right where I I thought that they were going to be, which is a little bit of a step behind Boise State, but yeah. definitely in the top three. Um, well, that's no. where I voted up this, year, this week was I, in, in third. I can't see that because I predicted them to like, win the whole thing, apparently. So, yeah. Um, yeah, you did. But, you know, you live in Utah, so I, I give you, I give you uh, some, <laughs> some yeah, slack. There's no that. reason. No, there's no reason. There, there's no reason. It's, it's okay. I, I could be wrong, so I, I'm not gonna care about being wrong. So Wyoming, so Wyoming's tied. Wyoming's um still kind of beating teams that aren't that good. Have they have like we look at who they beat? They're sitting here at six to one, which I'm not gonna downplay them being six to one and playing well because no, they they were but... they were awful last year and they're not beating the best teams like the Oregon State, like UVU. They beat them. Yeah, like Omaha. I mean, we, they haven't played them all either. That's a problem too since we yeah, last talked. They haven't played mm. since we last talked about it. I mean, we went into depth about how this isn't, you know, too too much of a tough schedule. So I, I don't know. I think but rather than it. rehash all that, I'd just say, you know, go back and listen to last yeah. week, last show if you want to know why this schedule is pretty empty. But I think because they haven't played, uh, our voters are, you know, we haven't had a reason to vote them further down. I think oh. I put them at fifth. I changed mine a touch because I need to correct a little bit, but there's sure yeah you're right no reason. Also, 
this team needed this schedule too. Like new head coach, team mm-hmm. wasn't good last year. They're not going to stack their schedule. Like okay, we got Oregon State, who's not a great Pac-12 team. That's a good win, but they could honestly be seven and zero. I don't know if I think of them being that much higher because of who they beat. But for a team like this is the this is one of the few teams that got a decent non-conference slate where they could play together, figure things out, and are winning. Yeah, I mean, outside of a loss to a SWAC team like Texas Southern at home, I mean, it's pretty close to a best-case scenario. Uh, you know, I don't think you expect to get that win over you get you know you schedule an away game against a Pac-12 team but you're not expecting to win it and then you do or you you know you take a trip to go down and to the road and to Utah Valley and you get a win there too and yeah it's it's been good and which is why I don't have a problem with them being up in this top four right now really especially with you know I I think Colorado will supplant them in the top four, or Colorado State, will supplant them in the top four here uh, before too long, I think. But I might be wrong. I don't know. Marcus Williams is awesome. Uh, yeah. Hunter Maldonado is awesome. The Jeff Linder is awesome. The team's cool. I, I like following this team. It's a fun team. I it, it reminds me a lot of kind of last year's Colorado State team, where it's, you know, some of these younger guys with a guy who's been around for a while and it's just kind of meshing and it's fun. And yeah, so that's great. But like this Colorado State team, you know, that Colorado State team finished sixth in the league last year and then they lost in the first round of the Mountain West tournament, didn't they? <laughs> so, oh, you know. Yeah, there's that too. All right, let's so move. Just saying, yeah, anyway, They're we good. can move on. But I think that Wyoming is a year away maybe from being where they need to be. Yeah, we'll see when they play Fresno. We'll know because that's more of a team that's uh, yeah. on their level. They don't play Boise for until the games after Air Force. They don't play Stanford State until later on. But I think we'll know a lot more about them after the Fresno series to see if they're a top half team. Yeah, that's fair. All right, number all right, two, right. number two is Boise. Should Boise, number... State, should Boise State be ranked? That's my first question. Not yet. Not until they get a better win on their schedule than anything that they've got so far. But, but, I, but I was told that Austin Houston means a lot, maybe more than a win since they're number fifth in the country. Well, I don't know <laughs> if you watch, if you watched that game Ooh. against Houston, that was not a 10 point game. I mean, they had a good second half in that game, but the first half of that game where Derek Austin, you know, isn't scoring at all. And just Bagel. Houston is just going crazy. Yeah. Houston's a top five team. So fine. It makes sense. But like, whew, if you want to watch the game, not a, it was not good. But but the point being well, is that see, we're kind of half kidding. Acot at the time, yeah, yeah, we're also half kidding. Like they're getting they're getting a couple of votes in AP poll, which is good. They're expected to be going you know, to challenge San Diego State, and we won't know a ton for all because they're here's the they're going to keep piling up votes because they they San Jose State, Air Force, Wyoming, Fresno, <laughs> CSU. Wow, Nevada, Nevada, UNLV. Oh they, man, like, that is a schedule. I am, <laughs> Leon Rice is gonna be setting the courts on fire again. They're like, Ooh, this is not. Hyper, I don't think I'm hype, being hyperbolic here. They could be undefeated in league play when they host Utah State. Oh man, yeah, there's a possibility taken in their full schedule. So yeah, so that. they play. Good gosh, so they finish. Hosting Top. Utah State and then a trip to Viejas, yeah. and then, yeah, whoa! I'm just saying, and, look at that. It sits up nicely. Gosh, yeah, it really does. Okay, so there's a couple of hiccups like at Wyoming. 
if there is color, yeah, at CSU, maybe at, CSU, at Nevada. At Nevada, though, though, that like trip, you know, there from January twenty seventh to Sunday, February seventh, because that's what like ten days. Yeah, yeah. That you know, that's going to be probably their roughest stretch before the final four, but. Mm-hmm. Final, you know, four games. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Not the final four, final four. Uh, but yeah, wow, that's a very favorable schedule. Yeah, they crushed. Yeah, they don't. They, they crushed don't even to Mexico. Go to Air Force. <laughs> no, they crushed to Mexico. So okay, let me. So they're getting some votes. This kind of ties into a bigger thing. They're going to be seven one, eight one, nine ten. Let's say they do go undefeated, which probably not going to happen. But I should pull up Ken Palm here as we're talking about their app. But like that schedule is the odds of them doing that. I would say 60-40, at least. They are favored in every game this year except for the San Diego State Series. Yep. However, closer inspection, one point favored over CSU, only three points over Nevada, and only three over Utah State. So there's basically six toss-up games in there, and I can see them at least winning possibly four of those. Yeah. Um, So... But these aren't great teams, you know. So, I understand. So, so, but I think I'm, I'm just like anticipating your your earlier question, right? They could be twenty um, and one going to Utah State, host Utah State. And, and would you want to rank them though? Yes. Wins, okay. wins matter. Wins do matter. Wins do matter. And you can't control who you're playing. And you know they're not great teams, but they're not awful teams either. But so seriously, where would they be if they're twenty and one, and they're like? <laughs> Would they be top fifteen? Would, um, would they be ahead of San Diego State? Well, I guess it would depend on what San Diego State was doing. Obviously, probably, yeah, I would think so. I well, mean, San Diego State. Hold on, well, you keep talking. Look at their like at their, their schedule. Uh, but we're like seriously, like it's a possibility. But like they're not going to be sitting there at twenty two after twenty and one. Right, exactly. So they're going to keep moving up. The thing is, you know, you go and you look at San Diego State's page, and they're favored to win all the games for the rest of the season. Yeah, it's like they have Utah State. They're playing the up. same teams, but they're playing them in a different order. That's, right? the, that's so. the point. Where like they have Utah State <laughs> early, but besides that, it's like the conference isn't great this year. I'm sorry, guys, it's not that good. Like maybe well, like there's always going to be some surprise. Like maybe it's Wyoming this year, but they have the schedule hasn't been great. So maybe you can come up and bite. Boise State because that's at Auditorium Arena or whatever it's called. Is it Arena Auditorium or Auditorium Arena? I think it's Auditorium. I think it's Arena Auditorium, it's but I the double A. I, yeah, just <laughs> but like this team is good. We know they're good. The point the Houston game was just an anomaly. It's like the CSU St. Mary's game, kind of a weird one, where your best player doesn't play. They're still waiting for guys to suit up on this team, and it just plays out very nicely. Like when we chat next, they'll be sitting here at ten and one. Let me ask you another better, a better question besides where they'll be ranked. They're getting three points right now, and the AP poll looks like a believe. Am I correct on my math there? Two, sorry. When will they be ranked if they win? Will they have to be – will they be ranked after the one lead series if they sweep that? If they're sitting at 12-1? and one? I think if they uh, – no. I, I don't think – because you're looking at San Jose State and Air Force. Yeah, I know. And, I, I know. and Wyoming, you know, we'll see how Wyoming's still doing at that point, right? And see how hollow, you know, if those, if they're keeping up those wins. Um, it might not be until, you know, a sweep against Colorado State. Because that's, you know, Wednesday, Friday. 
It might not be that first poll in February, you know, when you see them ranked. Um, you know, so they got work to do in the next month to keep all this up, obviously. Got a bunch of games. Um, I do, right. I do think that this team is rankable. Like, I think people will want to rank the team because players – it's got some kind of high profile, exciting players, right? And it's got guys who played NBA you guys. Got well, it's got NBA guys, right? You got Derek Alston. Ray J. Dennis is really impressing me. Um, but you've also got Abu Kijab, who played at Oregon before. You've got mm-hmm. um, Emmanuel Acott, who played at Arizona. Yeah. You've got, uh, let's see, there's one more. Oh, Devonair Dutrieff. He's mm-hmm. not playing yet. But when he comes, you know, whenever his waiver or whatever, whenever he gets on the court, you'll have another former Pac-12 guy out there. So you've got, I think people will want to rank this team because there's already some name familiarity, even if they're not familiar with some of these guys from their Boise days. They know Derek Alston. That's, well, enough. they do know Derek Alston, that's for sure. I mean, that might be enough. That might be, yeah. But it's just, it's been great to watch this team be, you know, look as good as advertised, I guess. Um but it's sort of a, a a little disappointing that we have to wait until you know a month until they get a real you know on paper anyway uh, a real challenge. No, you're right. It's, uh, like, well, I wonder if this could be Boise State because the way this schedule plays out, because losses it's not as much as football, but losses kind of matter matter less in basketball. But if you have a gaudy record, they're going to want to put you. So could this be a case where, let's just say Boise finishes, we met, could I mention they're 20 and 1. Like if mm-hmm. I already mentioned 20 and 1. Let's say, just for easy numbers, they're 20 and 5. They win two games in the Mountainless Tournament, 22 and 5. Is that enough for an at large bid? No. I think- really don't. I really don't think so. Not with which. Not with. Not unless I'm not saying they lose the last four games. I'm just getting a number of that they lose. Four. No, I know. Yeah. yeah. So I'm saying you need one of those San Diego State. You yeah. need to have at least split the San Diego State and Utah State series. But I don't. I still don't think that's enough. Um, not with the Big Ten. You know, probably yeah. getting like twelve bids this <laughs> this season too. Like it's gonna be a rough. It's gonna be rough out there. Although the Pac-12 and SEC might, you know, both be one bid leagues. Who knows. So yeah, I, I just thought I had. No, I don't think that's right. Okay, I was wondering. Uh, what I was also going to say, if they went on a ton of games, would they, could they be a team where they're maybe ranked twenty fourth, but get like a six seed somehow, or like be, or not? No, that doesn't make sense. Like be, you know, the, no, that's, that's about right. That's about right. Yeah, but I see, like the seeding doesn't match the ranking. That's where I think they might be at as well. Oh, I that's see. what I meant. I was. It's like I remember years ago, Utah State was ranked twenty fourth in the when they're in the WAC. They NIT. So stuff happens. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, and just remember too that the you know the rankings are a popularity contest that don't what really are you? Yeah, really. I'm I, pretty. Sure. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Duke's not ranked, so maybe not. <laughs> well, well, they've kind of lost the popularity. I don't really feel like Duke's got that America's team <laughs> stink on them anymore. Oh <laughs> you know? boy! All right. So anyway. what do we got about San Diego State? Last team here, they should be ranked. Like, is it? Like, yeah, they we, should be. And honestly, we should have spent that whole thing, that whole last segment, not talking about where's Boise going to be ranked, but can Boise compete with San Diego State? Can they? I don't 
don't I don't know. Ooh. Boise State's got this offense that is really exciting to watch. Um San Diego State has a good offense as well. Their defense though, oh man, I love it. It's I love watching this team play. I love watching Nathan Mensa on defense. I just I like the way that the team plays together. You know, we talked about that St. Mary's team. <laughs> Remember the one who yeah. uh, held held yeah. 33, points. 33 points. Oh, I, well, it's, it's yeah, burned in my well, mind forever. St. Mary's is, you know, 49. They lost 74 to 49 against San Diego State. <laughs> Crushed so, him. Like to a pulp. Just, it wasn't close. And that's supposed to be like their almost toughest non-conference game. Right. And, you know, yes, San Diego State lost to BYU. It was not a good game. No, I watched that. I'm like, what is going on? I'm like, missed shots. It was, it was yeah. And BYU's not bad, but also not really that good either. Not as but good as last an, year. No, but it was an outlier. You know, that's all. I, I think it's a little easy to see, you know, ooh, they struggled against Pepperdine a little, and then they lost to BYU. It's like, yeah, but they also beat UCLA. I don't really care who was out. They beat a... They beat down a good UC Irvine team and a very well-coached UC Irvine team. They beat Arizona State, who was ranked at the time. Crushed UCLA. Come on. Yeah. Every every win, but every win's double digits except for one and the loss. Yeah. So I think think this St. Mary's game was a huge statement for them to say, don't worry about the BYU game. We're fine. Definitely. Like Matt Mitchell and stuff he does offensively, he put up 30 a night when he wants to. Come on. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, Jordan Schockel apparently can do that now, too. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that was huge to to find out that, you know, oh, Jordan Schockel, because, you know, he was was a very good scorer before. You know, he was a very, you know, he's a guy you want on your offensive team, right? But you had Malachi Flynn running – everything yeah and, and you saw it, there's been games this season already where jordan shockle is just like hey i'm the guy here we go and it's it's very good you know very encouraging for san diego state to get a guy stepping up like that oh totally so like they're ranked 23rd in coaches but like rankings don't really matter but it's like where's any respect like even losing to byu they probably shouldn't have dropped out of the polls like it should have been no i think that yeah, I think that that first kind of undersells that this is a, a good BYU team with one of the best shooters in the country in Alex Barcelo and, uh, you know, a premier former Big Ten big man in Matt Harms. Like, it's not like this is just some random. You're telling me they're not better than Michigan State who just got blown up by Minnesota? I'm not telling you that. And Northwestern. <laughs> And lost a nine by Wisconsin, who's a top ten team. Michigan State should not be really ranked. Be ranked. Come on. Yeah, I mean, hey, I I was fooled by Michigan State, and I think you know with the rankings, obviously, I'm talking to you like you don't know what rankings are, yeah. but like you know, it takes a little while to fall out of the rankings, especially unless you're a non-powered traditional brand name team. Right. So yeah, if you're Michigan State basketball, Tom Izzo, it's going to take you a little while. Although you know, Duke and Kentucky. Duke's well, back Duke's one in, Kentucky's one in six or something, aren't they? Come on. Yeah, I think they finally got out of the <laughs> No, they've been out for a little while, but they're still like number 58 in Ken Palm, which is very funny oh to me. Oh, my gosh. But like, it's like we get it all up in arms with the rankings, but it's also like respect. It's like we know they're good, but it's just odd. Like, no, here's part of it, too. It's so weird. 
They played their one game where they took care of business, St. Mary's 74-49. What day was that? I don't have the exact date, but it was within the past week, right? It was a, that was a Tuesday. The yeah, Tuesday, just, couple, just, just a week ago. Not many, yep. te- not many teams have played during that time. So to say they drop a spot in the AP pool when not much happened, like unless you're Gonzaga beating up on Iowa and whatnot, it's like nothing's really happening all that much. And also, why does Iowa drop six spots after losing to a really, 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 really good team? Rankings are stupid. That's what we're getting at. But you'd like to be ranked to get some respect. It's like, come on. I, I don't understand. We shouldn't be too up in arms well, over this. It's just like, it's just dumb for where you shouldn't win and move up and lose and move down no matter what. It depends how right. you lose or how you win. It's like, I always find it weird, like the Iowa thing. What was what was Iowa before? Like number three when they lost to Gonzaga? Yeah, um, but they also lost to Minnesota. Oh, I forgot about two losses. Okay. So yeah. maybe that's a bit different, but like, oh, so that makes four. sense for them a little bit more. But like Virginia, Virginia, I think only lost to Gonzaga, didn't they? And they moved out like seven spots. Yeah, I, I don't get It's like, you know, you're supposed to lose, right? <laughs> right. Like to the best team in the country by far. Yeah. I I think that that's a little, a little silly, you know, and yeah, maybe you've got some teams jumping in and jumping up. Sure. I understand a little movement, but punishing a team like Virginia, I mean, to be fair, Virginia is Virginia, and like you know, teams are celebrating getting to sixty points, and Gonzaga almost hung a hundred on them. So yeah, eh, I do also kind of see Virginia maybe not being as good as we thought they were, but I think Gonzaga is Gonzaga is just whew, really good. But Minnesota's good too. Like they, you're right. They beat yeah. Iowa, and that's why they moved up, and that's the reason Aztecs aren't really ranked because Iowa, or excuse me, Minnesota took that big jump because they're unranked to to tie with Oregon at twenty first. So. It shouldn't matter all that much, but it should do a degree where it's like the fan base wants to see the number next to the game on TV. It's all a sense of pride. Yeah, but, but yeah, it's also, absolutely. But it's also I like West Coast basketball is garbage this year. You got Gonzaga <laughs> and San Diego State and Oregon. That's about it, right? Uh, yeah. Nobody pretty else. Much. Like UCLA is not very good. Colorado's okay. BYU's not what they were last year. Nobody's watching these games either. But then again. If you're just box score watching, they crush again. You crush St. Mary's, who's pretty good this year. So, like, what else do they have to do? That's my yeah, point and of I mean, like, and your one and your one loss is to a BYU team that's also getting you know votes to be ranked. So, who's as good yeah, as St. Mary's I, or better? And they like yeah, they prove. I, I I think you are right to be you know annoyed by this one. I. I, I think San Diego State absolutely should have been ranked. Um, I think Xavier probably should have still been ranked too. I don't, you know, there's there's a few teams. I'm not going to turn this into a huge, you know, oh, this team and that team and blah, blah, blah. But like, make me, you know, prove it a little bit more, right? Like Duke is, what is Duke doing in here? And I grew up a Duke fan. I'm not a Duke hater. But like, the three they're three and two. And two. Yeah. What are they doing in the top 25 right now? I don't know. Because they started high three, enough, that's why. Because this started high enough. But, like, then we took them all the way out, and now we're ready to put them back in? I don't know. Well, they're not anyway. in the coaches' poll. That's one thing. Well, they're not. I'm only looking at the AP poll right I now. Both, yeah, if I'm correct, yeah, they got knocked out there. So, Aztecs, like, their schedule super quick. We'll wrap it up here as we're getting to almost the hour mark. So, when they play next couple of games they have, it's Nevada in about a week and a half because the Vegas series got postponed. So, not until November 7th, or excuse me, January 7th. Oh, but, nope, because remember the Colorado State game. Oh, 
got got shoved up into <sighs> the Vegas cancellation. So now instead of going to <laughs> Vegas, instead of going to Vegas, they're playing Colorado State at home. Why does ESPN just mention one game? January 2nd. Is that really a CBS game too? The San Diego State-Colorado State? Yeah. I don't know. I want to find this out now because here's a problem. We need to go. I've mentioned this a million times. Go to the official website. Go to the official website. It's really a CBS game? uh, I mean, that's what Ken Palm says. I'm not on the official anything. Hold on. This I want to find out because it's always good. (laughs) Okay. Uh, this is great. Check podcasting. your local listings. No, I don't want to check my local listings. Let's go to the basketball <laughs> list. But like, are they okay? Let me ask you this because I didn't look. I didn't. The schedule changes so often. Are they playing yeah. just one game versus Colorado State? Is that it? Or are they playing two? Nope, they got two. It's uh, January second, January fourth. ESPN failed me. What are you doing, ESPN? All right, so I'm on San Diego State's website, goaztech.com. Perfect. Jan- the Saturday game against mm-hmm. Colorado State is on CBS. Brilliant. Good. At 1 p.m. Pacific time, 2 p.m. Mountain. What's the other game on the Mount West Network? <laughs> Fox Sports 1. Sorry, so that, I had to make that joke. That's <laughs> okay. I mean, there's there's a lot that's on the good the old, good old Mountain West Network, right? There, there's a lot of good games, too, which I'm kind of surprised. So, okay, yeah. so CSU will be a, a reasonably good challenge, right? Unless they pull St. Mary's. Rams. Right, yeah. I mean, if they drop 33 against San Diego State, that will not go well. Um, yeah, I mean, this is this is actually going to be a bit of a tough stretch for San Diego State. You know, they got Colorado State now, then Nevada, then Utah State, and then they get you know to chill for a little while. They get Air Force, Wyoming, New Mexico, San Jose State, Fresno State before Boise. So. You know, they've, they've got to slog through for a little while, and then they get to kind of, you know, coast a little bit. So they just yeah. got to take care of business. Yeah, I think middle of the month, like, they should sweep CSU. They should sweep Nevada, especially they've been at home. But, like, it won't be – it's not like they're playing Air Force. It's not like a, the Boise because of San Jose, Air Force, the lesser teams. So this will be a good enough challenge. So, like, they, they'll be ranked soon enough. We don't need to worry about it. They'll be probably ranked after the next victory. But, yeah, if that game's on CBS, maybe that's what they need, like, at mid-afternoon – not an 8 p.m. local tip-off, not on a streaming platform that you don't realize is there, but it's on regular CBS, which I don't think there's college football that day for CBS. I know the San Jose State, um, Ball State, um, Arizona, Bowl game, whatever you want to call it, but I think there's, I think it's just basketball on Saturday and CBS. We're at the point January 2nd. I'll take a quick look here, but yeah, if it's on, it's on CBS, that's definitely what you want, want to happen. Oh yeah, it precedes, or sorry, go to Perceiving that is Missouri, Arkansas. That's a decent game, number 12, Missouri. Undefeated. Hey, you want to who should be griping, Andy? Arkansas is undefeated, not ranked. Eight, no. Yeah, yeah, I know uh, I know some people who are pretty mad about that one, too. Um, but, you know. Hey, you they, played Abilene, Christian, Earl Roberts right. in Central Arkansas. And South, what's that say you? Is that Southern? What is that? Uh, yeah. No, I think you, no you don't deserve to be ranked for that schedule. But it proceeds no. a pretty good game, so. There'll be some people hanging around, but it'll be a good matchup. It'll be a good, a decent contest, and it's it's the one chance or one of the few chances where they'll come on regular TV, flipping around the low numbers to see a good team. And if they win by twenty points or ten to twenty points, like oh, this Aztecs team is good. Maybe we should rank them. Yeah, I mean, so that's that's the question, though, right? Because what would be better for the conference? You know, is it that San Diego State just pummels Colorado State into oblivion, yes. and you know? 
Yes. Okay. Yeah, the answer is always yeah. yes. If you're the better team, crush your opponent. <laughs> oh, well, obviously that's better for San Diego State. I mean, for, you know, would it be better for the Mountain West to have a, a good game, you know, a really close game that maybe doesn't skyrocket San Diego State up into the standings, but, you know, shows off the quality of the sport in the league, you know, blah, 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 that sort of thing. Good point. I, I would say this. Keep it between eight. Like, here's what you want to do. You have the Rams at arm's length away, and you're up by eight to 12. You end up winning, like, maybe by 14 or 15, but it's like a single-digit game that's like eight, seven to nine points most of the game, and you just get ahead by 15 because of free throws. Yeah, I don't. You you don't want somebody like you know turning off the game ten minutes in because it's already a twenty point sure, deficit. There's that as well. <laughs> so you're too yeah, practical. No, I think I think that would be I think that would be good. I think that would be fine for Colorado State too. You know, keep it close with a top twenty five team, but don't get blown out of the water. And for San Diego State, yeah, keep a keep a decent top one hundred team at, at arm's length. Excellent. All right, so they'll break next week. They'll be winning. We'll be back next week. I believe we'll probably be – I think our plan is probably Sunday, Monday night for these podcasts. So we'll be back next time to talk a handful of games, New Year's weekend. And it'll be interesting. We need to figure out – we're doing a good job of our formula. We also need to – when it's a series, we need to figure a few things out with this. But it's a a weird year. It's a one-off thing we're doing. So I just want games to be played, right? We don't want more postponements. That's terrible. Exactly, and if there are postponements, you know, you replace them with you, cool series like Colorado State, San Diego State. Yeah, That's good. and websites <laughs> fix properly so they don't make me look like an idiot because I can do it on my own. I don't need help. So please <laughs> keep doing that more. And I'm like, hey, they play one game or this. But uh, all right, that's it. Check us out mwr.com. We'll have our. You'll get to read more about the power rankings um, next day or so. Uh, we'll have a couple other previews and stuff going on. Light week this week, so but keep track of everything we do for uh, basketball, football, everything else, and. Have a have a good new year and um yeah that's all I got have a good new year and 2021 is on its way <laughs>